What's up, friend? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar, and I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. I'm so happy that you are here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. Hey friend, welcome to today's episode. So happy you are here and I can't wait to just share this message with you because I know this is a fear that a lot of people have when they're going alcohol free um, or this may be something that you're actually going through right now and that is having the thought of feeling like you can just go back to drinking, right? So maybe you're already in your sobriety journey or maybe you are thinking about going on your sobriety journey and maybe you have the fear of like, okay, like once I get into the sobriety journey, what if I feel like drinking again? Or you're somebody that's already on your sobriety journey and you're thinking, okay, you know, I already have X amount of days under my belt. I can go, you know, I can handle it now. I can have one drink. I can control myself. Um, So I wanted to go over some practical and some spiritual things to look for, to be reminded of as you were going along your sobriety journey, whether it's alcohol or something else. And also this is going to tie into uh, other areas of your life, okay? Because at the end of the day, what I am seeing, and this is something that I've went through as well on my sobriety journey, is that there is a lot of confusion, right? And when it comes to you making a change, us making changes in our lives, we have to realize that our body's going to go through a certain process, our brain, our thoughts, it's going to go through a process and we need to be able to recognize um, the spiritual warfare that may be going on, but also the practical things that may be going on within your body so you don't allow yourself to trip up, okay? And I'm not saying that you are going to be perfect on your sobriety journey, but again, we want to avoid um, self-sabotage and I want to help you avoid, you know, going back to something that you already prayed out of, okay? So when it comes to alcohol, let's just um, stick with that for now. And again, you can kind of fill in the blank um, for what it is for you. But one thing that I've been hearing a lot, whether it's, you know, with my clients or again, just kind of thinking back to when I was going alcohol free. One thing that is very common is getting the thought of wanting to drink again. Okay, so again, maybe you are three days sober, three months, a year sober, it doesn't matter. Those thoughts are going to come in. And so I want to just touch on first on the practical piece of this. Okay. So no matter where you are at on your journey, again, this can help you if you are thinking about going alcohol free or if you're already alcohol free. Okay. So one thing that does happen when we make a change, okay, and when we are, you know, going alcohol free, when you are going alcohol free, your brain, it's important to know that your brain has been basically molded to think that alcohol is a safe place for you, okay? And that is because, again, it's been molded by your decisions, been molded by um, just throughout the years that you've been using this substance to cope or using this substance um, to even just have fun. You know, it's just basically at the end of the day, it's become a part of your identity. It's become a part of your habit and that's okay, right? Because most likely if you're listening to this podcast, you want to change that, right? Or you're already in a place where you are changing that. 
So with that being said, I want you to know that if you are having the thoughts of wanting to drink again or you're having the thought of, okay, maybe I can go back to drinking, like it's going to be fine this time, right? I want you to know that's normal because your brain has literally been molded to think that, okay? And so in order for your brain to start to realize and recognize, okay, you know what? Alcohol is not safe anymore. That is not something that we do anymore. It's going to take time. It's going to take action. Um, Just like you built this habit up or built this addictive behavior up, it's going to take some time for you to find a new normal. And right now, when it comes to your alcohol-free journey, you have to recognize that your brain thinks that drinking is a is your normal okay so naturally it's going to have some resistance when you try to tell it otherwise okay and there is a science behind this as well so you need to allow yourself allow your brain to heal and allow your brain to start making those new neuro pathways okay and so that is a practical side of that so if you are thinking that if that's a thought process that you are having know that you're normal that's something normal that the brain is going to go through that your body's going to go through um and you know some people even go through even just a grieving process of grieving alcohol because it's such a big part of their lives and if that is you like that is okay again that is a normal thing i remember feeling uh like that as well you know you guys have heard my story where I basically uh, let go of alcohol and I let go of a, you know, almost 10 year relationship that was very toxic and I pretty much did it all at the same time. And so it almost felt like I had lost two limbs. Okay. And so it's going to feel like that when you um, are finding your identity in things that are not of God. Okay. That's really what it comes down to because you start to idolize alcohol without even realizing it. Okay. And so that is the practical side of that now from the spiritual side of that right because everything is practical and spiritual and we never want to give the enemy too much credit of course but we have to recognize that there is always going to be spiritual warfare okay especially if you have come to a place where you're like okay like i'm seeking the lord god i want to be obedient to you i want to follow you wholeheartedly and you know that god has been telling you like hey it's time to let go of alcohol this is why you are alcohol free or why you're thinking about going alcohol free right? And so the enemy obviously does not want you to be free. He wants you to have those chains around your neck. He wants you to have those chains around your feet. He wants you to find your identity in everything but God, okay? That is one of the number one tactics that the enemy loves to do is he loves to try and steal our identity. And the second thing is he loves to plant seeds of doubt, different thoughts, different lies in our minds. And he loves it when we doubt God. And he loves it when we question whether or not um, God has told us what we think he has told us. Okay. And so just keep that in mind as we continue to go through this message and um, keep that in mind as you continue to go along your journey. Okay. Know that the enemy does not want you to be free and he is going to put you know, different things in your path, different lies, um, 
you know, in your way to stop you from getting free and to question um, what God has already told you. Okay. And so again, if you are in a space where you're thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to go back to drinking. It's fine. I'm just going to have a few, like, just know, like, I'm not here to condemn you. I'm not here to shame you if you do that, but I am here. Um, just like I always tell my clients, I am here to guide you and to remind you of what your goal was at the beginning of this, right? And to remind you of what God told you at the beginning. And here's the thing, God will never call you back to something toxic. God will never call you back to something that you had to pray yourself out of. Okay, so really keep that in mind when you are thinking about going back. And again, I know we are talking about alcohol here, but we also talk about relationships on this podcast as well, right? And so I want you to kind of fill in the blank with that as well, because this can also go for a toxic relationship. Has God already told you to leave that relationship you left and you're thinking about going back now? Okay, and so I want to go into a couple of verses that really stuck out to me in the Bible. And the first one is Proverbs 26, 11. And it says, well, let me start with this. First off, these verses, they are very straight to the point. And again, I want you to know I'm not coming from a condemning place. I'm not coming from any place that... Um, may, you know, twist this word. Like I just want to rebuke that in the name of Jesus, because that is not my intention. My intention here is to bring you clarity and to, um, just hopefully remove this confusion that you are having about going back to alcohol or going back to that toxic relationship or going back to that toxic behavior that you prayed your way out of that. Maybe now you are having confusion about, and that you are thinking about going back. Okay. So Proverbs 26, 11, it says, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. I'm going to repeat that again. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. Okay. And I wrote down these notes from the Bible study version. It says, just as it's a dog's nature to return to its own vomit. It is a fool's um, nature to repeat his folly. Okay, like I said, you guys, this, this verse is very straight to the point. And Proverbs is, I love Proverbs because it's always straight to the point and it gives us really great life lessons. So in this verse, I love it because again, it's saying as a dog returns to its vomit, uh, so does a fool repeats his foolishness, right? And so we don't want to be a fool. You don't want to be a fool and go back to your vomit, go back to the muck that you had to crawl and pray your way out of. Okay. And that brings me to the next verse in 2 Peter 22. And so in 2 Peter 22, um, this verse was used to illustrate the repulsive nature of a sinner reforming to their sin, or I'm sorry, returning to their sin. Okay, so Proverbs 26, 11, going into 2 Peter 22. In 2 Peter 22, this was used as an illustration um, of the repulsive nature of a, of a sinner returning back to their sin. Okay, um, and so here is the verse from 2 Peter 22. It says, it would be better if they had never known their way to righteousness than to know it and reject the command they were given to live a holy life. 
Okay, so these verses are really, really, really powerful. Okay, and again, very straight to the point. And um, so, you know, if you are in that space of confusion, I want you to know that or I want to remind you that God does not bring confusion. He brings clarity. And so often us as human beings, we tend to complicate things and we tend to um, just question the different, or I'm sorry, we tend to question um, what God first told us. Okay. And so I want to really simplify this for you because, because God really does try to simplify things for us. And he is very practical. The more that you read the Bible, the more that you get to learn, um, you know, about Jesus and get to know Jesus, like you will begin to, to realize that if you haven't already. And one thing that I tell my clients and that's really helped me along my journey when I am confused or when I am questioning, you know, whether or not I want to go back to drinking or whatever, because again, like I said at the beginning of this message, you are going, you're going to have those thoughts of wanting to drink, but it's up to you on what thoughts you entertain and how you take action on that. Okay, so when you get in that state of confusion or if you get in that state of confusion and in those thoughts of wanting to go back, I want you to ask yourself this question. And that is, did God change his mind or did I? Did God change his mind or did I? And I can almost guarantee if you ask yourself this question, if you are thinking about going back, most likely your answer is going to be that God did not change his mind. It's you that changed your mind. And do you see how just asking yourself that very simple question can literally remove all the confusion and brings clarity right away? So we always want to make sure that we go to God before these decisions that that we make because all of a sudden you can be in a place where you are deciding to go back to just have one drink, just have two drinks. Then all of a sudden you are back in the place where you literally crawled and prayed your way out of. And I would hate to see that happen. Okay, and I can tell you from my experience, it was almost, I would say almost a year into my sobriety journey. And I remember even praying to God and being like, look, God, like, I feel like I'm okay to go back and start drinking again. Like I can just have a few. It's fine. Right. And I knew, I knew in the back of my mind and I knew in my heart, that was not something that God wanted me to do, but I still prayed, um, like a crazy person. And I even talked to my mentors and my mentors were like, "Mm," like reminding me of my goals, reminding me of where I was before I was alcohol free, which was not in a good place. And I ended up going anyways. I ended up going and drinking anyways. And thank God, um, you know, when I went out to drink, like nothing crazy happened, but it really did nothing for me. And it reminded me of what God had originally told me and that his word to me did not change. It was me. I was trying to go back to the muck. I was trying to go back to my own vomit, like it says in Proverbs 26, 11. Okay, and there was nothing there for me. And most likely there is going to be nothing there for you if you go back. And I want to remind you what I said at the beginning of this, that God will never call you back to something toxic. Most likely if you are wanting to go back, it's because you are feeling uncomfortable. It's because you are having resistance. And it's because, again, back to that practicality, your brain and your mind wants to go back to what it thinks is safe. And right now, alcohol and drinking to your body and brain may 
be a safe place. Okay, but being alcohol free and being in sobriety is not ever going to feel safe unless you continue to um, allow God to do the work that he's trying to do in your life and just going through the motions of this process, right? Just like anything else takes practice in order for you to gain that confidence. The same thing when it comes to your sobriety journey. The more that you live it, the more that you allow God to renew your heart, renew your mind, and break you free from these chains, you are going to become more confident in your alcohol-free journey, and you're also going to find yourself, right? So often in this world, like that is one of the main things that I see all the time in the personal development world. It's all about finding yourself in self-love. And if that is what you want to do, that is going to be by being obedient to God's word and what he is telling you. And it's not in this legalistic or religious way where he just wants you to do what he wants you to do. He is telling you to go alcohol-free. He's telling you to be on this path because he knows that there is something better that awaits you. Okay, and again, this is not like some prosperity message. I'm not here to say, oh my gosh, you're going to get so blessed when you go alcohol free. I'm not going to say that because um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like going alcohol free and living a sober life, it's definitely challenging, but you will get to a place where this is, um, where you will feel confident and you're going to feel more like yourself because God is going to continue to strip away this idolatry. He's going to continue to strip away the chains. And guess what? As you grow closer to God, you find yourself and you start loving yourself because when you love God, you love your creator. When you know God, you know your creator. Um, again, like that God is the one who created us. And so that's how you find that love. That's how you find your identity. It's not in the things of this world. Those will always come up short. Okay, so the most practical thing that you can do when you are in a state of confusion, you're thinking about going back, remind yourself that God will never call you back to something toxic and ask yourself, did I go to God about this before I took that sip? Did God change his mind about what he told me? Or is this me changing my mind because I am fearful of the unknown? I'm scared that I can't really do this alcohol-free thing. I'm getting lonely. I'm this or I'm that. You guys, whatever your feelings are, whatever fears you have about going alcohol-free or continuing this alcohol-free journey, know that God is going to guide you and know that he's going to bring you the right people in your life. He's going to bring you the right mentors. Um, He's going to bring you friends that are going to uplift you and pray for you and that are going to have similar goals and that are going to be like-minded and that are going to want to follow the Lord like you are trying to seek Jesus. There are going to be times of isolation or it's going to feel like you're isolated. I never want to tell anybody to be isolated because we need to be in community. You need to be in community. There are going to be times where you're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel these different things that you're feeling right now. And it's going to seem easier to go back. And I can tell you what you envision in your head as going back and what you think it's going to look like and feel like it is literally going to look nothing and feel nothing like that. Because God has already taken you out of that season or he wants to take you out of that season, out of that muck. Okay, so just like it says in Proverbs 26, 11, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. Don't repeat your foolishness. Don't go back to the vomit. Don't go back to the muck. Okay, 
So that is the message that I wanted to share today. And I'm just going to go ahead and pray um, for you guys. And also, if you are somebody that is looking for mentorship, that is looking for coaching in this area, and you want to work with a mentor that is rooted in Jesus, where the program is rooted in Jesus, I want to encourage you to email me at team, that's T-E-A-M dot clean, C-L-E-A-N and A-N-D, F-I-T, fit, um, at Gmail. And just send me a message and say that you're interested in the mentorship and we can see if you are a good fit or you can always um, just message me on Instagram or Facebook, any of those places um, you can find me there. Um, Also in the show notes, there's going to be a link to my free community where you can find um, a lot of free content and trainings um, and Bible studies and things like that that will really help you along your journey. Which reminds me, in the last episode, I did share that there was going to be a um, five-day workshop, and I wasn't able to re-record it for the podcast. However, it is saved in the Boost Free and Balanced community. So um, with that being said, the link to the community will be in the show notes along with my email and social media handles. Um, and so, yeah, so whether I'm your mentor or somebody else, you guys, like if you know that you're struggling in this area, please reach out for help. And at the very least, join my free community because that's going to be really life giving for you as well. All right. So let's pray. God, I just thank you for today's message. I thank you for allowing me to share this message with everything, with everybody under the sound of my voice. God, I pray that you continue to break the chains of addiction from everybody that is listening to this message. God, I pray and just uh, rebuke any fears that anybody is having, having about going alcohol free. God, I pray that anybody that is thinking about going back to the vomit, that's going, that they are thinking about going back to drinking, going back to their old ways. God, I just pray that you bring clarity and that you just remove confusion that the enemy has put in their minds, God. And I pray that you just give them courage and boldness to continue to move forward, God, even if they feel alone, even if they feel like they can't do this, God, I pray that you remind them that they can do this not by their own strength, God, but by your strength and remind them that they are loved, that they are forgiven and that you will bring the right people into their lives to um, just bring companionship and to just bring people that just will uplift them and pray for them, God. Um, I just rebuke any lies of the enemy, God, any intrusive thoughts. Um, And I pray that you continue just to remind us all of your truth and that we continue to seek your truth, not our truth, that we continue, continue to seek your truth, God, because your truth is the way, is the only way, and that is how we will continue to live in freedom. And I just speak freedom over everybody here under the sound of my voice. And I speak healing and I speak a renewing of their mind, body, and spirit. And I just pray for a hedge of protection over everybody under the sound of my voice, God. We love you, God, and we give you all the glory and praise in Jesus name. Amen.